Bonjourno, beautiful beings. Very excited for episode two of the Technobeat podcast. Thanks once again for everyone downloading, whether it's on SoundCloud, I urge you to uh, subscribe on Spotify or iTunes. The feedback we've been getting is great. The last episode with Lee Boy, probably one of my most fun to date. It was hard to get a word in with him, but much like when we had hands down on, the, uh, the depth to the stories and some of the insight he gave into the industry was absolutely second to none. So thanks to Mr. Lee Rick for coming in. Episode we've got next week, and I am conscious of how long these have been going, including my intro, so I'm gonna keep this short. But we want to try and keep the episodes to around about an hour for you guys. I'll tell you what, next week we have got a massive two-parter. Definitely the best podcast we've done. Some massive international acts here. I was very lucky that they come and joined us out from the UK. They were here for Rainbow. If you listen to any podcast I've done thus far, the one next week is the one to listen to. Trust me on this one. So that will be released very soon. As for now, we felt the need to do a bit of an emergency pod. And this new little series that we're going to do called Once the Dust Settles, where we go into all the fun that happens at one of the big festivals of the moment. This week, that was Babylon Festival at Karapui West, just south of St. Arnold. So whilst our post-festival episodes are going to be Once the Dust Settles, we're also going to have a special guest each week from that festival. And the little segment interview is going to be done and dusted. If you guys have better ideas for names, I'm all ears. Send them through on the Facebook at the TB Podcast or hit me up at Trentoff on SoundCloud. Now, I thought I would try something a little bit different for this episode. I was very lucky and thanks very much to Babylon, Dayspar, Chris, Kyle, James, Dustin, and all the crew for uh, basically allowing me to play my debut doof set proper style on the Dayspar Coliseum stage on the Saturday night. It was rocking. Thanks to everybody who came along. We had little party bags with lollies and Skittles and balloons and little parasails. So if you were at the start of a set, just keep that in mind for future ones. Be there for the trend off. So thanks for everyone for being a part of that and uh, for Myra and James for helping to hand out uh, the, the, the little show bags there. And also thanks to Adam and the team at Froth Life for letting me have a bit of a spin there Saturday Arvo just to set the vibe. Uh, before I got to play the set. They also let me have a go at Strawberry Fields, so love the work that you guys do also. And also a big thanks to my lovely grandma, Olive Bice, for letting me rock her lovely blue and silver sequin country and western jacket that fit the theme and the day spa stage of diamonds and disco so perfectly. So thanks, Nan. Now on to this episode. What we did here is I had my little trusty field recorder, ladies and gentlemen, and I, about four o'clock on the Sunday Arvo at Babylon, just did a bit of a fang around the stages and chucked it in anyone's face who was willing to have a yarn with me. There was a few questions that I wanted to pick people's brains about that I just that normally come up in natural conversation and I thought this would be great to get out to the world, not only for those that were at the festival so they could relive and share some of their moments, but also those who might not have had the opportunity to go, had a bit of FOMO, they can hear their mates talk a bit of nonsense and hear some pumping tunes in the background. A few of the questions I threw at people, and, and you'll start off by hearing uh, the introductions from those I talked to. It's a range of, of people there, whether it's the girls right at the front of the stage, the, uh, the organizers driving around in the buggies, the volunteers in the info tent, some of the DJs, some of the dudes hanging out by the, uh, by the food stalls. 
tried to get a nice little mix of people, even got a, a nice a nice fella shy, he's probably around about 40, Israeli, just a proper doofer. It was nice just to pick the brains of, of a bit of everyone and get different perceptions on the festival. This has been edited, so the questions are answered kind of in blocks, and so it flows nicely, so you guys can hopefully understand about what we're talking about, get an idea of uh, where, where everyone is at the time as well. There is a bit of distortion. You can tell when we're right at the front of the stage, so we worked hard as we could to make that as, as clear as possible. So sorry if it is a little bit hard to understand at times, but uh, I think it's, it's come up okay. Any more feedback on any of that sort of stuff, please send through. If you think the levels are too high or there's any technical things that we need to work on, I, I really value your feedback. Now onto some of the people we talk to, I suppose. A better preface, we've got, we have a good chat with uh, with Jakey Shep from Circus. He's uh, on the way back to the to the campsites after Laura King had just finished. We're, we're munching down to Sam Kababanini. Johnny Rocker, I was with uh, in the green room area by the Day Spa Coliseum now. The chat, you think it might be a bit of toilet humour, but we actually are sitting downwind of the toilets at the time. Hence why the conversation steers that way a bit. Mr. Chris Colinari, he was fanging around with George and Annie on a on a buggy, one of the puppet masters of the festival. We had a rocket hands down Lee Boy and Joey Connor with H all at the back of the main stage while Carl Cox was playing. Aria, Jackie and Jess right at the front during Bliss on the uh, Mandala stage. And that's why it's probably a bit more distortion there. We were, we were deep, we were very deep with that one. And then I've uh, also sprinkled through just a few highlights uh, of the ambiance of the festival. Bit of Sammy LaMarca, bit of Rory Marshall, Laura King, all from their closing sets on Sunday night. Sprinkled in with a bit of Carl Cox as he drops a good old classic, Give Me Love. These chats started whilst Bliss was playing uh, and I moved kind of around the Carl Cox stage and then into the day spa and then obviously on the wander back to the campsites at the end. So you will definitely hear a few fluctuations in the uh, the graveliness of all of our voices, which is a bit of fun as well. But yeah, I apologize for any sound infrequencies, but, but we really did try our best. And if anyone wants to invest in uh, some top quality field mics, then I'm all for it and come along to a festival with us and we'll go and have a chat to some punters and some DJs, hey? Just to throw in my little two bobs worth, my favorite act for the weekend, the techno boss himself, Mr. Paganini, Saturday night, I can never fault the man, whether it's Earthcore or anywhere in the world. Actually, I've only been lucky enough to see him at Earthcore. I'd love to see him anywhere else. He is the man. Um, that was definitely my favorite on the Block 9 stage. As for the Psytrance, the Mandala stage, Kobe from Loud, when he dropped the uh, Divine Moments of Truth on Saturday Arvo, it was just a beautiful moment. The crowd, the connection with the DJ, that is what Duffin is about. Personally, I didn't get up there till uh, late Friday afternoon, so I missed uh, some of the, the better locals in uh, Johnny, Joey Connor and Hands Down and Lee Boy, but heard they absolutely smashed it. Would have liked to have seen Hatzler and Khalil. Uh, those guys always put on a great show. And of course, the vibe that Carl Cox brings on Sunday just has everyone just bringing the festival out. Everyone's on a great level, just carefree, good, fun, happy vibes. Everyone getting around each other. A, a, a very nice contrast to uh, the deep fang that Emily Lenz had us in uh, only about 12 hours earlier. When it comes to having a good feed, the Barefoot Blender, swear by it, good energy, putting good food on your body at a doof, makes you have a good time. Positive energy, positive food, positive times. Uh, the, the Kebabanini at the Kebabalon store was also a pretty good way to end the weekend. Uh, and the Slurpees, actually the Slushies, were, were, weren't too bad either on those stinging hot days. So uh, thanks to everyone for coming along. 
Uh, all the market stores did a great job, whether it's clothes, glow paint, pizzas, or beers. Thank you very much. Security, great job. Staff, everyone, thanks for being safe. Thanks for looking out for each other. Have a lot of fun. Now, oh shit, I'm rambling. We are also in for a real treat with our track of the week. We have been very lucky to have what has just gone number one on the International Beatport Psytrance chart. We have got the inside goss on how that track was made and what makes it so special. So hang around to the end if you want to hear the number one song in Psytrance on Beatport right now. Thanks everyone for downloading. Now, let's get to the sounds of Babylon. Once the dust settles, the TV podcast. Holy shit, I thought I was going to make these intros go quicker. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Have a good one. Let's get on. Hey, Dil, uh, do you mind if I uh, chuck some of this on the podcast, mate? That's absolutely fine, my friend. You were actually, as we logged into the festival Friday night, you were the first smiley face that we saw in the middle of this high trance stage. Muddy as dead set rocking. Well, who's been the best active scene this weekend? Kobe. Oh, Kobe, 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 Kobe. Um, this is a not pro LA Lakers podcast, so, um, but Kobe is the coach, but not in the basketball sense, only in the te- the side trance world. Um, okay, um, I'm here with Chris. Um, first and foremost, uh, how many times have you been to out of part of Babylon? How many times have I been out of Babylon? Yeah. My third year out of Babylon. Yeah. And would you quickly like to describe your role in the festival? Um, festival manager and uh, also a partner in the festival. Yes. So um, thank you to Chris for making all this happen, basically, uh, boys and girls. Um, Rocket. I'm um, sorry. I'm with the uh, the lovely Jaden Popic, and as uh, we didn't go to Broome, but we were one day Perkins, um, king of the what's doing sign. Um, first of all, as Describe your dust stick. So it's a big WD-40 uh, can. Yep. And so... What's the brand? WD-40. So I've changed the label to what's doing. And I've put the, the dot points as increases fang capability, more dotting lubricant. Yep. Fuck, what's the other one? Um, keeps that keeps you rocking? Yeah, it won't stop rocking and uh, smells the coots. Smells the coots. So that is the what's doing 40 that you want at a door. So we're here with the lovely Maya Saxena. Maya, first of all, uh, do you mind if we use this recording on one of the TV podcasts? I don't mind at all. I'm honestly flattered that you actually asked me a question and tried to record it. Oh, you could. Um, you can always edit it if you don't want anything to go to um, broadcast. But um, first of all, how many times have you been to Babylon? Uh, this is my second Babylon festival. And what do you love about it so much? Um, I like the stage design. Yes. Because... Sound, sound or lights or...? Uh, no, more of the... Decor? The actual decor. Because the first year was Spaceship Vibes. Yep. And I was like, that sums up size so well. But then I see the flower and I'm like, that sums up size so well. <laughs> First of all, sorry, what are your names? Johanna. Johanna. And Georgia. Johanna and Georgia. Um, we're in the info tent at Babylon. Um, I'm Trent. Tell us your 
role about what you're currently doing here at Babylon. Okay, so we're working on the info desk. It's very fun, chill. Yeah. We're just chatting to a lot of nice people. Yeah. Um, pretty much the same questions over and over, and once you answer the question the first time, it's pretty easy. What, what's the fun, uh, funniest question you've had so far? Uh, um, I've lost my carabiner. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> was, was there a carabiner handed in to attach my bottle to my belt? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, is this your first time at Babylon? Yeah. yeah. And what, have you got a chance to party? Yeah, yeah. Of course. First of all, I'm with uh, Shy. Is it okay if I use this recording? On the... Okay, yes, I, as I, long I, as I, my I, fingerprints are not involved. <laughs> <laughs> I can send it to you first anyway. Um... First of all, tell us where you're from, please, Chai. Um, Gaia, third rock of the sun. Pretty <laughs> weird place, but that's where I was born. And is this your first time to Babylon? Yes. And what do you think of the festival? It's like a bush disco. I've never seen that much amount of makeup in a doof. Oh, man, I'm makeup in a doof. How long have you been doofing for, sir? Uh, since I was young. Baby? I'm yeah. from Israel. We are a doof yeah. country. What's your favorite doof in Israel? In Israel, man, there are many. Yeah? Many, many. Aria and Jackie, Bliss is playing at the moment. Um, first of all, after a few weeks of nothing and now you're straight into the door. Yeah. Is this your first time at Babylon? Yes, it is. And um, what, what do you think overall? I reckon the crowd is awesome. Yeah? But the music can be louder. Uh, with Ben from Werribee, uh, first of all, how many times have you been to Babylon? That was my first time. Really? And, yeah. what do you, and what do you reckon? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, when did you um, when did you get here? I got here Saturday, Saturday morning. Yep. Straight into it? Yeah, straight into it. Okay, oh, how many times have you been to Babylon? So, this is my second Babylon. Uh, first of all, I'm with Aaron. That's a very responsible man. Aaron Casher and Blooming Geelong. Get down there. When did you get here? Uh, today. Yep. And what are your thoughts so far? Uh, good. I mean, I came down for the Sunday last day yep. um, just because this hanging garden stage has Job into Eagles and Butterflies into Guy J. Yep. We are with Mr. Sharon Lawrence Maroney, Mr. Hands Down, the best around Melbourne town from Hands Down and Lee Boy. Guess what? Look who Lee Boy's popped over as well. The guest from episode one, hands down. down episode season two. Babylon main stage, we're requesting backup. Uh, yes, yes. Um, um, we're with Justin Gump. How many times have you been to Babylon? Twice. And, um, two times. Uh, excuse, excuse me if I interrupt, boys. Uh, here we are backstage. Uh, the Day Spa Coliseum. Sammy Lamarca is dead set rocking it. Uh, first of all, Jai Mills, Johnny Rocker. Yeah, Roger that. Careful, rubber ducky. Yep. <laughs> Tell us, what does this festival need that it hasn't had? What does this festival need that it hasn't had? Yeah. Oh. Hey, I'm setting you up. Set times. What do you mean by set times? No set times. What? what? Who's playing? Actually, the set times are, if you go to the toilet wall, well, a towel's up, pop it on. That's all the 
Fucking shit. Yeah. It's like more hectic shit. Yep. <laughs> Same with Michael Lorkey. Now, when I say, Adam, when I say, what does this festival need more of? Johnny Rocker. Oh, Johnny Rocker. Set, you're up, baby. I know. Okay, who's your I, I don't want to be cocky, but like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you the truth. What, what's the, we are here with Mr. Walk. Uh, Marcos Parrech, or Spez. Oh, hang on, we're getting a bit wet. Is this your first time at Babylon? No, so uh, been, this is my third year here. Yeah. Uh, played main stage the first year, ran the wall crew takeover at the Techno Church last year. And then uh, this year I'm just chilling. Yeah. Who, who's the best act you've seen this weekend? For me, uh, Dax J. He just Dax slammed it, slammed it, slammed it. 130 BPM, nothing less. Yep. He, um... He never, he never stopped, and like the way he plays was three channels up, just smashing it, you know, mix up proper. the mix. Yeah, proper, like proper techno. So yep. for him, he's my pick for the weekend. Even Carl Cox last night, you know, a lot of people think he's commercial, but he, he played this new remix that he's done for the Freemasons called It Is What It Is. Yep. It's not released just yet, but it's fucking good. How do you, how do you get the inside word on those ones? Uh, I was actually hanging out with him backstage uh, in the artist stand, and he was telling me about it because I asked him, What's the track? And he goes, Well, it's, it is what it is. And I'm yeah. like, What do you mean it is what it is? He goes, no, That's the name of the track. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> It is what it is, yeah? <laughs> um, and who is not playing here that you would like to see play in the future? Uh, for me personally, um, I'd love to see Oliver Hunterman here. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, Ansem. I'm trying to think here. Yeah. Well, you guys have got the massive Sen- Senso uh, label showcase coming up in a couple of weeks. With Andre Winter. Yes, um, and, and who else is on the card and where is it going to be? So it's going to be with Carla Ruiz. Uh, it's yep. going to be at XC54. Yep. And um, yeah, we're going to be uh, we're going to be running it at XC54. So from 10 till 5. Uh, they're both playing for two hours in the main room. Tickets still available online. Yeah, tickets still available by Eventbrite. Walk Presents. Walk Presents, yeah. That's so it, set zone walk together. Proper techno. Yeah. Get around it. Thanks, Fez. Thank you, brother. Um, quick thing, who's the best act you've seen so far this weekend? So far this weekend, um, uh, I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed Butcher's set, thought he was really good. Yeah. Um, on the block stage, had it humming? Yeah, on the block, the block stage was really good. Um, well, Joseph Connor actually out of locals is very good on, on Thursday night. Yeah. Um, thought he was the pick of the locals, but there's some good ones coming today. You know, Alters, Laura King, I think she'll be something special, closing things off. She usually is. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely be ended on a vibe and note. Yeah, and obviously excited for Guy J. I think he's just started now. I'm going to go over and have a bit of a listen to that. Yeah. Um, I think that'll be right, absolutely pumping around 7 o'clock tonight. So. Yeah. And Bliss has got a pump now, which is awesome. Um, Favourite act to see perform? Let's give me one local and one international. on at the moment on the side stage? Yeah, it's going, going good. Um, I forget her name. She was on 
early this morning. Emily Lenz. That's the one. You had a hummer, didn't she? Kill us it. And what did you think of the stage setup down there? It was good. It was good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Other than Trent off. that I love, like, yep. um, not to mention I get to wander around and see a little bit of other music going on. Uh, good crew, yep. good Geelong crew here, lots of friendly friendly faces. I think Sam had a uh, He had it rocking last night. Uh, the, block, the block stage looked like. La- last night featuring Sam Paganini and Emily Lenz. It looked like um, the cave that Aladdin goes to find Genie. Uh, Jaden, what is the best act you've seen so far? Give me one international and one local. Oh, um, really loved Undercat. Undercat yep. was amazing. Friday night that was? Yes, it was. Yep. And, oh, I'd have to say my boys, Adam Wicks, Chani and Bicey, Trent Bice. That's it. And the day spa stage. Yeah, Azo, what about you, mate? Who was your favourite act? I oh, know, I've been proper off the whole time. <laughs> Side stage? Yeah, it's going, going good. Is this your first time at Babylon? Yes, it is. And um, what, what do you think overall? I reckon the crowd is awesome. Yeah. But music can be louder at some stages. Cool. And Jackie, who's been your favourite act to see so far this weekend? So far, my favourite act was probably maybe Bliss. Yeah, yeah really? Maybe. We're just getting going, Bliss. Um, what about any like... Mostly Trent. Oh, I heard you had such a good set. Thanks for the organic plug, I appreciate the it. The Daedorf stage was always good. Always good, very good. My favourite part about Babylon this year is probably Day Spa. Rory Marshall playing right now. Like, Trent Bice's set was unreal. You don't need to promote me, baby. <laughs> no, everything, everything is like so much closer together. I've had so much fun. Do you have, do you have a favourite DJ or artist at the moment? I come from a different culture, so where I come from, we don't care so much for the DJs. We have a thousand amazing DJs uh, we all know, yeah. but the important thing is not the DJ. The important thing is the whole lineup to create one thing. One, uh, one thing that we know for sure is when a DJ finishes, like they this. don't stop and clap and go and change. We don't yeah. even know when the DJ changes. Yeah, we just, just have goes. a whole night of it. Yeah. Well, I think the reason for stopping now is because this stage is actually closing. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but yes, I know what you mean, because they do that at this festival. Oh, who's the best active feed like? Carl Cox and Trent Vice. Obviously. What, what's your favourite tune right now, Mr. Jonathan? It's a tough one, mate. It all, it all depends on what I'm feeling at the time. But if you want to play my own track, 23 Degrees, Johnny Rocker, 
Ballroom Records corner. Where we find it? On Beatport. There you go. Johnny Rocker. Thanks, baby. What was so great about um, Carl Melton? Uh, he was playing like funky. Today. Today. So he was playing like funky sing-along tunes that everyone knew how to sing to, and boogie and dance to. That was the best part. Proper. I love dancing. Thank you, Lucy. Anything else you would like to add to the universe? Oh no, I've been proper off the whole time. <laughs> oh no, I've been proper off the whole time. Oh no, I've been proper off the whole time. <laughs> Oh no, I've been proper off the whole time. <laughs> oh no, I've been proper off the whole time. <laughs> Smells the coots. This is uh, Aaron from Bloom in Geelong, uh, good friends of the pod. And do you want to explain, I guess, where you were last night or why you only got to the festival Sunday afternoon? Yeah, I had to work in Geelong last night at Bloom. So, so what did you have on there? Uh, we had Holmes John come down and oh, give us an boss. hour and a half set, which was really nice. And yep. uh, JPA finished up after him for another hour and a half and yeah it was a solid solid night of tunes perfect and what have you got coming up down there mate uh, heaps of stuff <laughs> um disco 2000 a bit later on yeah it, yeah we're, about, we're having a little bit of trouble with the date locking that in but uh yeah. we should have it locked in pretty soon cool. and uh, underway um any big acts in the next week or two uh well i'm excited for next week a personal favorite buddha kid is playing oh buddha um, kid beautiful yeah very excited about that beautiful yeah i don't normally uh book myself but i chuck myself on this bill so. oh, well, you got it's got to be done every now and then yeah, mate. i'm excited for it so yeah, well we've got to give good. the people what they want that's it well, what's the what's the best food you've had at the festival the best food yeah got to be Kebabalon, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> the the Kebabanini. <laughs> you can't go past it. Absolutely. Um, what's the best food you've eaten at the festival? Oh, rail two. I railed two um, pizzas, one after the other. What, what, what type? Um, one margarita and one Mexican um, Hawaiian. That was a good. Of course. Um, from the Nomad Pizza Shop. And uh, Jado? Oh, I'd have to say just a good old smoothie. Barefoot Blender. Get around them. Um, what's 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 been the best active scene at the festival so far, uh, Mr. Probably, this, probably this one. Who is this? Uh, Salado. Salado. Vegemite and Salado. What's the best food you've eaten? Oh, best food you've had or eaten at the festival? Uh, peanut. Satay peanut tofu with some. Where did you get that? I got it at Castlemaine Massive Coles. IGA. IGA. Um, oh. What about um, at the festival, darling? Have you had a chance to have a, have I, a haven't eaten, I haven't eaten today. I've brought a banana and some water. I'm feeling the day sober, driving here, driving back. That's a very responsible man. Aaron Casher and Bloom in Geelong. Get down there. Thanks, Az. This weekend. Um, Carl Box. Carl Box. Um, Mr. Maroney, what's been the highlight of your festival so far as you're about to sit down some water? 
You know you're not going to be able to hear it over this. I beg to differ. Pleasing. Hey, yeah, we got hay trithers, hay trithers. What's the best food you've eaten this weekend? The best food? Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck, I was uh, wandering mid midway between uh, Dave's Bar and fucking main stage and I stopped at this uh, perfect little food truck called Mushy, Mush, oh, uh, fuck. Can't even, to be honest, can't what, sort of, what sort of feed you get? To be honest, don't worry about the name of the franchise. Doesn't even really matter. I'm just going to explain about the food. There's like this awesome, like, deep fried, like, mushroom cups. And, like, <laughs> honest, and it had, like, a little, little, like, side serving of sparta sauce and, like, some rocket and uh, spring onion and, but no, well, well, like, brown rice. And, like, soup, obviously, super healthy for you. It fills you up. That's what it needs really to do. Good fuel for the dog. Yeah. Best food I've eaten this weekend. Um, other, than, other than your missus, uh, <laughs> her crumpet. <laughs> I know, that was quite toasted, but I got some <laughs> nice food. Um, <laughs> um, there's a really nice guacamole salad at the toasted place. Yeah. Um, don't remember the name, but toasted place, guacamole, gorgeous. Get around it. Um, what's well, the best, what, what, what is the best food you've had here? Sorry? Can I ask you what the best food you've had here is? I haven't eaten. Perfect, Johnny. Can I just say, Laura King is the best DJ to come out of Australia. <laughs> well, uh, hands down, is the best DJ in the Hands I've down heard. or Laura King? <laughs> Laura King's that, that's by far the best set I've heard yeah. in my life. You know, you got you're booking hundred thousand dollar artists and you've got an artist playing for five hundred bucks, <laughs> rinsing it. Yeah. For um, more vibe than any other stage and, appreci and appreciates it a lot as well which is lovely to grateful. see it gives back super exactly grateful. as most of us are oh, wow. um, we're actually just walking back as you have a Sam Kebabanini <laughs> um, yeah I need that, la that last meal before I drive home yeah that's it on the love back to the campsite Laura just rinsed it at the dice bar um, you had me at Circus last week thank you very much it was <laughs> very fun mate um, pleasure to have you what have, uh, what have you guys got coming up at Circus Black in the next week or two Wow, we're, we're still trying to go for that. Uh, still trying to fill the venue with the commercial side, so we've got Elijah Brayshaw playing a techno only set. Ooh. That's next week. And, but and then we've got the heavyweights coming in on March 17. Lee Boy and hands down playing for two hours. With the boys. But I'm running. I'm running another event called Two Worlds. Yep. It's hosted at Poison. Thousand tickets. What's the date? 29th of March. Mm-hmm. Who are we looking at there? Oh, we've got Hands Down, Lee Boy, Laura King, Samuel LaMarca, Holmes John. Oh, so proper. Yeah, proper techno, yeah? Yeah, right. So everyone get involved in uh, um, Tickets where? The tickets will be on Eventbrite. Yep, how much are we looking? 25 bucks. Fucking hell. We've got a $5,000 laser show. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the lasers. Proper shit. It's all, it's all about vibe. Yes. It's got two worlds. House downstairs, techno upstairs. What's, um, what's one thing that you would like to see this festival do differently next time? The stages need to be further apart. Yeah, that's, that seems to be a bit of a common trend. I think people got back. Nothing worse than trying to order a burger and hear fucking four stages at the same time. <laughs> just tune your ears in. You can, you can pick up whichever one you want. You spoil it for choice. I mean, if they're all the same BPM, we'd be right. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? There's more slap back than in um, the bedroom mirror. Overall, though, <laughs> overall, great vibe of the festival. Apparently, everyone fucking getting along. You know, not, not too much drama, not too much people. <laughs> Good enough. Everyone's just having a rocking time. Where can we find you on SoundCloud, bro? What are you guys doing now? Hit me up at J Jake Shepard. Mm-hmm. Or on the Instas, it's 
Jackie Shaps. Jackie Shaps. Jackie Shaps on your tile. Head down to Circus Black from 4 a.m. Boom, boom, boom. 199 Commercial Road. Blacks on blacks on blacks. What does this tune mean to you? Oh, oh it's fucking unreal. This one's ripping it. This one that's coming in, my friend. My first trip into this was an Earthcore promo video, but it reminded me of walking upstairs at TFU when I didn't know who the fuck you were. And the and the stays of like TFU as you walk up the stairs, and it's just like humming and bubbling. So, so good. something you've seen in this festival that you wish um, you think either could have been done better or you wish they improved or um, you wish they had or something? Um, pretty much overall good, a good setup. We'll freak um, this. <laughs> yeah. A couple more drink stands. Yeah. Bags up. Um, and would you come back again? Yeah, I'll come back again. Yeah, bags up. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Benny. Have, have a rocker one. What's one thing that you perhaps um, wish... Uh, that either didn't go that well or you could do differently for next um, time. Oh, I didn't get a chance to chop the poles off the top of the uh, on top of the uh, day's bar stage just to make oh, okay. it flush. Yep. That would have been uh, top my uh, weekend off. Oh, all right. a, few, a few little pieces of fine tuning. Yep. Didn't get lights underneath the big tiger next to the block. Yep. Next year we'll make sure we have all that sorted. Yep. I just want to say though that Shrank Guys set last night uh, really had me going. It was just insanely, incredibly amazing. Organic plugs, uh, no sponsorship here, but. Yeah. No, just giving no, the people what they really want. Like the, you got to give the people what they want, and they want Trent. Yep. Every every girl that I, I I seem to bring to one of your sets, Trent, they say, "Oh, that guy, he's like he's like uh, Johnny Depp." Everyone always says, uh, "I suck him in with the eyeliner." I don't lure in the girls and then hit him with the good techno underneath. So they're like, "Oh yeah, profit." Ah, uh, thanks, Chris. Thanks, Annie. Thanks, George. Appreciate it. Yeah, baby. Thank you. What's one thing you wish the festival had that it doesn't, or that they could do differently next time? Other than um, more topless women and free drinks. <laughs> or bottomless blokes. Depends what you're into, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the music should just not stop. Good point. Constantly go, 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 go. Noise restrictions can be a bit hard when trying to run a festival, but I definitely agree. Um, what about you, Azar? Uh, he shakes his head. Good. He blinks his eyes. He goes, I just want to get down to Bliss for a boogie. Thanks, boys. All right, thank you. Oh, big bag. More what? More bin bags. 
Bin bags. Bin bags. Oh, bin bags. Yeah. Bin bags. I'm bin. We didn't have any bin bags. That's what you want. Check in at um, your local supermarket and bring some. Oh, okay, bin bags. All right. Anything else to add? No. Listen to trade off. Thank you. Well, as far as sound engineering go, I think it would be good if someone who knows sound will take care of those speakers. Yes, not as good as you've had at other doofs, you think? No, no, it's really bad because the bass is clipping on. Yeah. The bass is clipping, it's yep. no good, yeah, they have to fix something. There you go. There's some room for improvement. Honestly, I, I actually really like it. The only thing I could probably think is maybe minimum, like maybe cut a stage out. Yeah, a bit too um, much going on, spread it out. You're yeah, it's just a bit spread out, maybe make the st stages a bit bigger. But yep. I, I mean, at the same time, it is good how it is. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely, um, we're sport for choice, really. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, um, what would you like to see be done differently at this festival? Or something you um, either wish you could they could improve for next year, or it was a bit different this time. Um, the only thing I would say is maybe the stage layout—not layout, but like distances between each other. Yeah. Because I get confused a little bit when I can hear sound from two stages at once. And you got the slide back from other stages. Yeah, yeah. and I really like to. So just uh, a bit more info for people in the info tent. <laughs> Is that basically it? Yeah. Cool. Um, and anything else you'd like to add? Would you come back again? I think I would. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to hear again. Yeah. It's so worth it. But yeah. we also got very lucky with our shifts. Like, it's such a good job. I personally can't handle the heat. So, like, oh, so you need a nice and chill. The, the perfect place for me to be during many perfect. of the day. Um, but then there's, like, there are other jobs, like, cleaning up the rubbish and, like, yeah. people get rusted on on it's a bit rough. So like you've been lucky. Both, like, just a Friday shift and a Sunday shift during the day. So I think yeah. we both got really lucky. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Is this the first time you volunteered at a festival? Yeah. Yeah. And first you like it? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, it's really good. But I just feel like, again, like, it's it could have gone either way. Yeah. Like, depending on your shift. And yeah. If you had to clean out toilets on the middle of the weekend. you have to clean the toilets. I would yeah. just be, yeah, my friend has so unfair. Well, you're obviously doing something right to be get the luck of this nice thing to suit your weekend perfectly. Um, I think that's what it is. But my friend was working um, like 12 a.m. till 8 a.m. Oh, so you couldn't really have fun. Yeah, he was just like walking around the festival, uh, making sure everyone was okay, like seeing oh, the yeah. first yep. day. He said he actually had fun. Yeah. But I just but said, he like, couldn't have the fun he really wanted to point out. Two days, like two nights at the festival, really, so yeah. it doesn't really count. <laughs> Alright, well, thank you very much for your time. Right. You wish Babylon had uh, done differently or could do better for next year? Uh, I think, like, uh, production wise, all the stages and all the people that they've got to play are, like, pretty on point. Yeah. But, uh, 
I guess like probably better positioning with like certain amenities and stuff like because it happened like last year as well when when the boys had that like front stage before they enter the gates of Babylon yeah but the toilets and the wind draft and stuff like you, oh, when you're dancing on stage all you can smell is shit yeah I mean fuck like you can, you can put up with it but you yeah, prefer it's idea. you prefer not to have to smell that yeah I don't know if they like, I know, like the last three years in a row now, they've they've had the the festival at the exact same site and, and, and put it in the exact same position as the year before. If they know they're going to constantly keep putting the festival at the same spot, they, they should build like long. Oh, talk to the owners of the land and actually get some like proper compost toilets, like oh, like they did at Rainbow. Yeah, and, it could be the sacrifice of three years of having a higher summer oh, for the sake of twenty years of festival. Yeah, and just line them up along the back fence line where it's like, yeah. eight, you know, it's Let not the worms that, do their thing the other eleven months of the year. Yeah, I think I think that'll be a lot better. That's good thinking, H. All right, um, let's get back to the fang. Um, and what's one thing you would like to see that could have been done differently or maybe they could do better next year? Other than um, the techno. What about it? Did you like it? It wasn't too fantastic. Last night was just... Yeah. wasn't impressive. Why not? Because they were trying to get us to go to sleep. Alright, oh, okay. Did it work? Yes. But they were like half an hour before it was 5am. They were just playing like music that you cannot dance to. Impossible to dance to. I get it that they don't want people to go too hard, but... Yeah. Yeah. No, I think one thing that I could change... Um, well, it sounds um, like you um, like um, it a lot. Um, I do love it The fact lot. that you're stumbling is probably a good thing. <laughs> the only thing I would probably change is... Um, yeah, the main... The, is that block nine? Or is that block, block yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if the if block was more facing this way yep. and more welcoming. Yeah. Block, block wasn't, like, not saying it's not welcoming, but block is... Well, it doesn't lure you in because it's very blockish. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you very much, Dill. Keep on rocking, brother. Fuck, I guess. Look, I respect everyone here. I love everyone's vibe. Honestly, um, in terms of what needs to be better, I can't actually... Honestly, I haven't been here for seven days, but um, whoever's organising the fucking toilets. The wind flow? We're yeah. definitely downwind. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever, and Albie's about to have yeah, his kebab. There's going to be a very... Um, it's clearing out the fucking... It's clearing out stages. It's our stages. I'm loving the vibe. I love what's happening here. Yeah. It's... Great concept what you're doing in interviewing, huh? Thanks, mate. But honestly, the most important thing right now is just working out. And I hope whoever is event managing or yep. like operating right now gets on top of this. Because the, like the toilets, the stench, like that right now is a major, major okay. issue. How do, how do we fix this then, Johnny? Do you think you have like compost toilets set up like for the long term? Sorry? But how do they fix this? Is it with compost toilets like some of the other festivals have? So it's like a long-term sustainability site? Well, it, it all depends on the, the whole structure of what the toilet system is. So right now, if if there was a, a, a truck that was actually sucking out all the waste, there should be like two, three on go like all the time. Yes. There, there should be an actual policy that 
someone who's cleaning the toilets and there's maintenance on point. Yes. If it was me, that is, that is one of my A1 things what's, for what, the festival. What, what's your toilet policy? Do you go over the roll or do you hang it under? Who gives a fuck about that? But if, if you really want what I do, it's over the roll. But Yeah, uh, of course, because you get a cleaner cut and it looks a bit neater for your guests. It doesn't hang all the bottom. Mate, it's not about... And, and mate, you know what the thing is? Make sure there's toilet paper there. Well, that's, that's probably yeah. one. That's why you just put the whole slab of them in the bathroom rather than hiding them in the laundry, right? It, 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 it's all about being teamwork. And Cole, and if you're here or you're listening, whatever, I'll help you. Right? There, there has to be, for whatever fucking, like, automated service you got going on, if it's toilets, whoever's fucking rolling with that, make sure that there is a process installed. Now, I'll make serious. I want to help. I want to help. Yes, this, yeah, and that's why I'm asking for uh, raw yeah. feedback on different things like this. Um, there's been and enough shit talk. I'm not shit talking. I, I want to help. I, I want to help Cole. You'll you help them to fix this toilet issue. Well, is there anything else you want to help with? Well, you, you, want to do it, you wouldn't want to do it half fast, would you? No, well, I don't think Cole's here to do it half ass either. Exactly right. He likes the full flush. Look, Cole Han, you know what you're doing, right? It's all about just making sure that you are effective and efficient in every facet of this industry, right? So there's a lot of areas, right? And there's lots to cover, and it's fucking tough. Yes, sir. And I am not going to fucking sit here and critique you. All I can say to you is, if you want a hand, You've got it. Cool. Um, let's, let's do that. Are you happy for me to pass this on to the bosses? Mate, 100%. All right. Kyle, whatever you want, I'll help you. Anything else you would like to add to the universe? Um, the quality of a good party is not determined by issues such as the music, the location, or the people that go there. It is only determined by one issue, which is the level of vibrations that an event can achieve. As far as this is concerned, Babylon has a long way to go. <laughs> if, um, what, what's, what's your favorite festival you've ever been to? I'm not sure, but if we talk about now, this weekend, the best in Australia... Uh, 5.30. 5.30? Cool. Yeah. If we talk about this weekend, actually, the best festival in Australia is Earth Frequency. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Yep. It is the most high vibration uh, event of this week. That's a, that's, a, that's a good one. That's where Nanoplex was playing this weekend at Earth Frequency. Oh. Uh, 
Yes. Because I've been there for five years in a row. Yep. It's my first time being here and not there. Yes, and do you think you would go back to there? Me? Yeah. I have uh, been fortunate to study under uh, Zen masters because I used to live in Japan. Yes. And I'm happy to remember their teaching that whatever happens tomorrow, we cannot think, no, no, we might die tonight. So I don't know what's going to happen next. What, why did you choose to come to Babylon over Earth Frequency this, this year? Uh, just I was in Rainbow and I go to Esoteric and I'm here with a big truck motor home and I've yep. already been here and I've DJed in a couple of other parties and have a couple of uh, album things I'm doing here. So yep. I was already here. I didn't want to drive 2,000 kilometers. <laughs> I was like, I'll come here for a change, see what it's like. Would you like to tell us about some of your album things or is there somewhere where people can find your music online? Um, at a party you might be playing at? I have a traditional uh, Israeli tribal Goasai trans uh, maker, which is a part of our tradition, and my enjoyment of being is that we stay out of the Little internet, the Facebooks, yep. the people you don't know chasing your gear. You do it for the people you know in a way which is uncommercial. So that's, I actually rather not to have people I don't know. That's pure proper me. shit, isn't it? Really? That's <laughs> what, what I mean? That's what I think you've just summed up what Tuffin and this scene is truly about, like the essence of it. Thanks, Bala. I really appreciate that. I know it's my pleasure. You know, think a party like this in Israel, never mind the people or everything. Think Bliss now is playing in Israel. Yeah. This is what we will have. Yeah. All this take out. Yeah. All the lights take out. Yeah. Take down the stage and put a table next to the speakers. Yeah. You have a table. DJ, big speakers and a party. Yep. <laughs> big speakers. There you go. Big speakers and a party. You don't have a stage. You never, you Less know, shiny, make it the tune. Yep. It's not a theater show. <laughs> Thank you, mate. It all, it all depends on what I'm feeling at the time. But if you want to play my own track, 23 Degrees, Johnny Rocker, Border and Records, why not? Where we find it? On Beatport. There you go. Johnny Rocker. Thanks, baby. She's fucking come out of the gates at about 130, 134 BPM, I don't know. Oh, oh and she's fucking, it's really fucking pumping at this point. Ah, uh, yeah. I've been saying this last month for the since I uh, overboard beer. It's and yeah. Absolutely and just to wrap it up, a case of the edge. Um, one final question, Joseph. Do you flick balloon? 
Aye, and need I do fleet blue. surprise here is another special guest on the tv pod someone who works very hard behind the scenes we're glad to have him here we delve deeper into what happens behind the scenes at babylon all right so those are some of the wonderful sounds from our uh, awesome crowd at babylon but as i mentioned earlier we've got a special guest in the tv podcast studios today Someone who works very hard at a lot of these festivals we get to enjoy, but we don't often think about those who are slogging away weeks before and, um, and many days after and in between all these great events we get to attend. Mr. Albert Hunt, I guess, welcome to the pod. Thank you very much, mate. Thanks for having me. Would you like to quickly describe, I guess, your role in, in Babylon Festival and, so, and some of the other um, recent events you've worked on this summer? I, I like to classify myself as somebody who works within specifically stage and decor design. Um, mm, yep. I run my own company, um, Misfit Construction, and um, I'm very fortunate enough over the course of the past couple of years, I've been able to exclusively work within festivals and stuff like that. And, uh, and yeah. Misfit, good name. Indeed, indeed. It, it seemed fitting to me. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But yeah, man, uh, basically my role is I'm brought on um, either mm-hmm. by brands or knights or... So is it like basically like a, a contractor type situation? Or well, it's, a, it's, it's, it's essentially my, it's my version of working as a subcontractor. Yeah, right. Essentially, if, you, if you're going to be brought on by a you know, commercial or residential company or something along those lines to work as a chippy, I like mm-hmm. to think that I do that, but within festivals yeah, and cool. in art spaces and stuff like that. And as I said, I'm very fortunate enough to be able to do that. Yep. And we're fortunate to have you with us today because Thank we you. did just hear from everyone having fun on the dance floors. But uh, as we mentioned, there is a lot of hard work that goes into it. But yes. You've worked at a few other parties before. So just quickly um, give people a bit of background that that you've done you're from sydney yep uh originally from sydney moved down to melbourne um uh almost two years ago now um my first ever um stage build or installation was for a festival called yours and ours festival down in wollongong oh the gong indeed down the gong um we did our own version of uh the taj mahal um we nicknamed it the trans mahal and it was huge Mm -hmm. and it was it was a lot of fun and that was kind of the first moment that i discovered that this is something that i really wanted to pursue after that um especially since moving down to melbourne i've worked for um uh pleasure garden strawberry uh day doof recently as well day doof yes 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 um did the ground floor build um, oh, cool. the, the nightclub in South Melbourne. That yeah. was a pretty special one for me. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've been very fortunate enough to work in a lot of places, man. It's been cool. Uh, and I guess one of the reasons I wanted to have you here today was just to give that different perception of the of the party. I guess, first of all, when, when did you get to, to Babylon and how many meetings slash email <laughs> chains or phone calls or conference calls or trips to and from the site um, happened before... You even start building it, stuff. It's uh, Babylon was actually a, um, it was one of the easier ones. 
It really was. Um, we were only we we were only on site for about I think ten or eleven days or something along those lines. And but those those ten or eleven days, like they consist of well, you know sixteen to eighteen hour days setting yeah, up, 30, and then plus heat. exactly. And then you know on the on the final day on I think it was the um the Monday or the Tuesday mm-hmm. um after the actual festival while everybody's sitting around out the front of the food trucks. You know I'm there. And my crew's there as well. Um, mm. You know, we're tearing down the stage, yep. so it's it's a very very long and quite arduous process, but it's it's all worth it, and that's so, why we keep doing it. And how big's your crew um, for setup and pack up? Is it mostly volunteers, or is it uh, the, the event organisers themselves? There, how does that work? Um, it definitely varies from job to job. Um, it, primarily, it is it does consist of volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're always looking for more. Of course, of course, that's a little bit of a plug. It is always kind of primarily made up of volunteers mm-hmm. and, you know, able bodies, able minds. Um, you know, unfortunately, there are certain situations that we've gotten into where people kind of come for the free ticket and they yeah. volunteer, whereas they don't really realise how much work is involved yeah, in what we do. But, yeah, we rely heavily on volunteers. And, of course, especially just a bit of a shout-out to the um, to the Babylon volunteers that stepped up. That yeah. was an absolute pleasure. And we heard from a couple of the volunteers in the info tent there in our little recording from the Sunday Arvo. But I guess for those who don't want to miss any of the festival, a good way to volunteer is to jump on with you guys because you get up there early, work hard for a couple of days. You can enjoy the party, but you just got to make sure you get a bit of rest on that last night um, so you can help with the pack down. Correct. Which it's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing helping with the pack down as well mm. because we'll just quickly touch on, we've got an article here from the Stall Times, uh, just a bit of the post-Babylon feedback uh, in regards to people getting home safe. Uh, they reckon they tested just under 450 drivers on the way out uh, with about one in 15 to, uh, testing positive for something in their system, which was about 29 people. Yeah. Um, whilst still disappointing, it is about half of last year. Exactly. Where the ratio was about one in eight, according to uh, the Northern Grampians Inspector Paul Bertonicello. To tie that into the volunteers, we did see quite a lot of people kind of just sitting around of waiting to um, for the booze and stuff to get out of their system, I guess, so yes. they could drive home um, safely, which is... Babylon do obviously enforce that they want everyone to get home safe and yep. they left some, some of the stalls and the toilets and things like that still available longer than normal to cater for those people. Correct. One thing to do to pass the time instead of just um, sitting in 35 degree heat with your packed up campsite is to actually help out. Yeah, instead of uh, instead of sitting there kind of in the sitting in front of the food stalls in a laying there thinking about your deepest, darkest regrets is, yeah, <laughs> there, there is always packed down work to do, but there's a couple of things within that, mate. Yeah. The facilities that Babylon put on, especially, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can go and you can get a breast test at the info tent. Oh, uh, yeah, at the info tent, yes, and to make sure that you are sober before you leave. And uh, facilities like that and resources like that, they're unbelievably needed at every single festival because you know exactly as you said, there were you know a certain amount of people that did get unfortunately you know caught with a little bit of you know alcohol or something in their system, mm-hmm. and if we can just kind of like further um, promote um, resources to help people know that they are okay to stay another night. Yeah. They are okay just to chill. There's resources yeah. and facilities there for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or just uh, take it a bit easier on Sunday. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, take, maybe take the last night off <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, if you're ready to drive, actually stick to it. Um, <laughs> just back to, I guess, your role in building the stage. So you were predominantly involved with the wonderful Day Spa Coliseum stage. Indeed. How many pallets were around those <laughs> poles, mate? 
I will put some pictures up of the day spa stage if you um, haven't already seen them. It was. It smashing. was. We got there. I think we got there the um the the Thursday evening, the week before the festival started, and mm-hmm. we rocked up, and there were twelve holes in the ground, yep. and there were, well, I think. We did a rough estimate, but we like to stick to the figure of 857 pallets sitting there. <laughs> and how many have left? Oh, I, I have no idea. I, I, we packed down and I got out of there as quickly as I possibly could <laughs> for this one. I don't think I want to see another pallet for at least the next four months. But yeah, man, it was a, it was a monumental effort. And that's, a, that's actually a, a nice little moment to actually give a shout out to um, Dusty and James um, yeah, working with the Day Spa crew yeah. and um, what we what we were able to, um, you know, create within that space was was nothing short of absolutely fantastic. Like, it was rocking for most of the weekend, particularly Laura King's closing set, which oh, uh, I think most people either heard or have, have since heard on the social medias. Oh, 100%, man, 100%. And if there's one thing that um, good old Loz does, she absolutely sends it every single time <laughs> she plays. And, yeah, that was, that was a very, very special moment for everybody involved and I hope for all the punters that were there as well. Yeah, and most people listening to this are probably listening just after she rinsed it, sporting Andy Kravitz at a picnic as well. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Um, so yeah, big thanks to the Day Spa guys, uh, James and Dustin, as well as Kyle, Chris, and all the the Babylon team for having us along. Um, had a quick uh, word to James before the pod, and and he just wanted to pass on his thanks to everyone that was involved for a fine weekend, uh, particularly the Day Spa stage. He said the feedback they've been getting is absolutely insane, and much of it really came down to the time and effort that a lot of the DJs put into their sets, as well as people like yourself, Albert, um, who put into the preparation for the decor. Uh, to, to further quote him, uh, he said, Locals do it better. Some of the best music over the weekend was thrown down by the Day Spa stage. This was also coming from international artists who were present, festival crew and the punters. There was a few sound issues which weren't ideal, um, but uh, that's, I guess, a learning process which was just simple, I guess, because we had so many loud stages so close. Exactly. It's, um, it's something that kind of comes with the territory. Yeah. It really does. You know, when you when you have so many... So many contributing factors and so many separate stages. Um, you know, it doesn't matter how big that your festival site is. There's always going to be issues or something like that. Everybody wants it louder. Everybody <laughs> wants it bigger. Everybody yep. wants to turn it up. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, and, uh, and just James was following. was just to obviously thank everyone for coming along and to invite them all to down to uh, to Point and Go Day Spa, which will be <laughs> rocking again soon, uh, late March. So um, thanks, James, for passing on a bit of that feedback. Um, Actually, I've got a question for you. One of the, some of the feedback that I got when asking people there was, um, obviously, they, they said with the clashes of the sound of the stages, which is obviously something that um, the guys have acknowledged I'll improve for the planning next time. Yes. But uh, some people mentioned the the bass on the main stage. Like, I know sound isn't exactly your main thing, but you've, mm. got to, you've been to enough of these. Yeah. Uh, I'm not actually sure who... Uh, who was doing this, the music this year on, I know the Day Spa stage, like I didn't have any issues there at all, but that mm. main stage, I just, usually when you were down the front, you can feel the bass. And yes. This year, like it sounded clean, but you just, you couldn't really feel it. So, well, I think, I think a lot of it comes from, um, exactly as I mentioned previously, there's so many moving parts to all mm. of these type of things. Yeah. And, um, it it the, the difference between two stages angled towards each other, the moment that you yeah. pivot, a couple of stages, even a couple of degrees, that can change the entire effect of an entire sound system. Now, yeah, exactly sure. what you're saying in regards to like the sub-level yeah. of something like the main stage or you know even our stage or mm. anything. Yeah. Um, 
it's it's all a work in progress. Yeah. Um, where I'd I'd like to think that I can state confidently that we're all learning. Yeah. Um, it's it's constantly a forever moving forward moving process. Um, yeah. things can only get better. So problem, sorry. Um, you know, issues like that. Yeah. Um, are just something that we need to address. Yeah, and cool. we can improve on. And I'll I'll preface this by saying that um, most people know. Uh, like I, I did my internship um, as part of my SAE yep. graduation with Full Throttle. Yep. I'm not currently employed by them or affiliated with them. Obviously, I've made some nice friendships there. Mm. But I can't help but feel how that techno stage could have been different if mm. those boys did that one. Just coming off the market stage experience. Yeah. And, and as you say, well, you've explained it a bit better to me there now because the other stage was close. Maybe that was cancelling some of the base out. And that's mm. something that I should know. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I just know that's probably something that I feel that those boys would have taken into account. So mm. I'm not, I'm not, ta- I'm not here to badmouth anyone. I'm not saying who should or shouldn't be working at oh, these of events. Course, of but course. I just can't help but feel if the full throttle team were involved with that, that, that those some of those issues, mm. or, or I just feel that it could have been maximised to its full potential with acts like Paganini. Like he is my him, Boris Brescia. Like when it comes to techno, yeah. they are they are it. The and I want to feel it. <laughs> and I was buzzing around all the different parts of the stage and I was feeling mm. it, yeah. but I just knew there could have been another level mm. and that kind of didn't pop into my head till the next day or so. Mm. But I'm um, just thinking out loud. Um, oh, no, of course, I'm not, not trying to take any skin off anyone's nose. But, no, 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 of course, um, man. And look, it, bit, it, uh, it comes down to it when you, especially once you mention the name Full Throttle, like Full Throttle and, you know, any work yeah. that they do, they are world-class. Yeah. Like absolutely world-class. It's, um, I don't really think anybody can really hold a candle to them. Yeah. Um, I was fortunate enough to, at Strawberry Fields, we had the, what was it, the the biggest bass horn in the Southern Hemisphere or something like that, yeah, like at the front of our it, stage yeah. or something and like maybe that. Maybe that's the other thing, coming off the, um, the I guess the, being lucky enough to have that experience, yes. I suppose. And yes, then, exactly. And then Rainbow and then, yeah. and then coming into that. So yeah. um, I know we are Moving parts lucky. and moving minds, mate. That's it. We quickly started touching on, I guess, some of the challenges you had. I won't, I won't keep you here too long. Yeah. Um, but I guess leading into the festival, you had a bit more time with this one than you've had with some others, which was obviously yes. good. But still, um, I guess stages, it's not, this isn't the only deal for it's happened. You see stages still getting yeah. built as acts are starting to play. Um, so how, how do things work like that? Do budget issues come into account? Well, it's a, it's it's always, um, in in that regard, mate, it's always a collaborative effort. Yeah. There's um, That's the reason that when you work with, um, a, a, to draw back to exactly who you just mentioned, you know, James and Dusty from Day Spa, you know, it's working with a crew like that, it's, it's always good to have people that, you know, there are all those issues. There are budget issues. There are time restraints. There are, yep. you know, you're, you're still, I know myself personally, I was still standing on top of a scissor lift at, you know, 4 a.m. the morning before yeah. the festival opened. How important is communication? Um, um, integral. Yeah. Integral. It, it is literally, uh, not to overstep, but quite possibly the most important aspect of all of it is that, you know, we, um, you, you get to the situation where you are at the build stage of a festival yep. and you have all these separate crews from all these separate backgrounds doing all these separate things. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to the simple idea of, uh, you know, who has the scissor lift, who has yeah. a drill, who has a hammer or something like that. Yeah. Communicating between all the separate crews and throughout the entire yeah. site, that's what helps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you realise that it's uh, just around that one corner that you haven't quite looked behind, which yeah. happened numerous times. Yeah. 
but yeah, no, communication is quite simply it's it's integral, mate. Mm-hmm. It's it's the reason that all of this keeps going along. For those young promoters or event organisers that may be listening, um, who haven't dealt with, I guess, festivals of this size yet and are hoping to, what's some advice you might have for them in regards to, I guess, what's something that hasn't worked you've seen in the past and, and what makes, obviously, in regards to the communication so effective? Um, overstepping. Mm-hmm. Overstepping. What I mean by that is you... You you walk into a situation and you want to aim for the stars. Yeah. Now look, nobody should ever you know try and refrain their dreams or kind of like put them within borders or something along those lines. But mm-hmm. when you do get to a festival site and it does get down to you know the actual, that's the moment where you realise what you have in your head and what's possible. Yeah. Um, so sit down, a have a look. Trust the trust the chippy to do his job. Trust the guy who's got to get the drinks to do his job. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's it's yet again we draw back to that. Uh, draw back to exactly what you just said. Communication. Yeah. Communication and collaboration. Those are the two key words in this entire thing. Man, it's that's just that's that's the way you get this shit done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can we get onto the fun questions for you, or is there anything else you want to add there? Uh just a cheeky shout out to the day spa crew again i reckon <laughs> i reckon dusty and james mate like oh, i we've oiled their yeah, it was pretty well. spare. I do, yeah i think we've uh we're gonna yeah. have to get them in here soon i reckon yeah i know <laughs> the story on how they meet is one i think the world needs to hear yeah <laughs> uh your favorite act for, for the weekend i dare say you got around a few mate I did, I did. Um, it was well, actually, in saying that, um, time was fairly limited over should the course I, of. Could uh, I just add? Sorry, I, I should usually preface at the start of these interviews. Yes. Kind of the situation. It is a lovely sunny afternoon here in St Kilda. Reece, Indeed, it is. But you are rocking the black Phil Collins t-shirt. Indeed, did you I get am. out of the concert. I did, I did. Um, I myself and uh, my brother Joey Connor. Yeah. Um, we went there um, with a with another good friend of ours, H. And those who listen to episode one uh, of this season, Mister Lee Boy uh, does talk in depth about that that event. Indeed, yeah, they were there as well. Mm-hmm. They were there. That was a. Uh, it was a pretty pretty gut wrenching yep. kind of a pretty gut wrenching little experience, man. It was uh, in the best way possible, of course. Yep. Um, but yeah, there were there were a few tears shed the uh-huh. moment in the air tonight came on. So it was yeah, it was good. It Very was nice. Good. It was a lot He's of fun. also rocking his Nike SB hat. Um, Always give, give us a cheers. <laughs> this is becoming a very fun custom on this program. <laughs> um, so yeah, your favorite acts from. Babylon, from, 2019. From Babylon, it's not to sound, um, not to sound biased, but um, definitely um, on the Thursday night, closing out um, the stage that, uh, closing out our stage, myself mm-hmm. and Dayspar's stage. Um, my brother mm-hmm. Joey Connor yep. close it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always, always a very, very, very special experience when you yeah, know, I, I get to create something that. Um, Joey gets to come on and play on. Yeah, um, so, cool. yeah, definitely standing there side of stage, watching him play was definitely a standout for me. Yeah, and and um, um, as you heard earlier, mm. with uh, when I was doing my rounds with the interviews, Chris Colinari actually uh, had Joey Connor as his pick of the locals. No way. Yeah, so we had Butchers, his international there, and um, we heard it right at the start, Joey Connor, he liked. So. We were, and I think uh, Joey then ended up getting to give it a bit of a rinse at the uh, the after party those boys were running as well. In the yeah, after that's so. that's what I heard. Yeah. That's what I heard. I think, I think we all definitely got a little bit, uh, we definitely all got a little bit excited the moment that it was all kind of, 
Uh, the moment that it all kind of took off, we what, definitely. What happens at the after party? We might have to stay stays there. But... Yeah, I think I think we might just kind of yeah we might yeah. glaze over that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if only Joey left a few of his tunes there. No, <laughs> no that's all, all good. Uh, but yeah, no, he rocked it. So um, obviously a proud moment for for the family. And definitely on top of that, man. Um, of course the Sunday afternoon, yep. um, Carl Cox. It's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, as I said before, definitely had to kind of uh, be around and definitely just be present at um, yep. our stage, at the Day Spa stage for the majority of the weekend. But mm-hmm. definitely managed to peel away and went over and watched about half an hour of Carl Cox and yep. just the vibe yeah, was strong. standing on top of a bloody hay bale with a beer in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. Hashtag Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other locals? Um, well, of course, Loz, definitely Scotty Pesticide, Mitch. Um, I was down there early with him, um, and he absolutely sent it as he always does. Um, I thought Sammy was actually really good too. LaMarca's um, Dusty Process. Yes, yes, hundred uh, percent. Just busting out Fuego, the riff. Went, like, <laughs> nice, uh, heavy ones. Brought it back a bit for them when Beth started. She had it absolutely vibing. The and and definitely one more to one more to mention was definitely um Chani and Wixie. Yeah, they yeah they did really 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 well. I really enjoyed their set. Yeah, that was about ten o'clock on the day spa stage Saturday night. Um, even though I thought Betty Lawrence actually was good. He just brought his vibe. Um, oh. he was one of the ones who had to deal with some of the um the sub issues yeah. and I thought that um, the way that some of those guys um, kind of put in a tough situation but still managed to remain professional and just play their sets and still just not let the energy drop was um, a testament to those guys so exactly um, well done to to all indeed uh, what's coming up next for you big fella uh, mate I'm um, literally gonna do this and then I've got to head to ultra mess around a little bit and do a few little yep. bits and bobs and then um, I've got then I leave for pitch on Wednesday. Um, I'll be there for about two and a half weeks or something along the oh, right. something along those lines. Simultaneously, there's also yep. esoteric festival going on. Yes. Um, so there'll be kind of the uh, the I'd like to be able to peel away for a couple of days and mm-hmm. go over there and help out the Bush yep. Techno stage. Obviously, Musker Jai. Yeah. And yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a very interesting couple of weeks. Yeah. Ahead. So pitch and pitch and esoteric. Um, they're both on Labor Day weekend, so in a fortnight. Correct? Yep. Correct. Yep. Uh, just quickly to run through the bit of the lineups for those who might be interested in popping along to either. Uh, Pitch has got Ame and Dixon are supposed to be doing, I think, a six-hour set back-to-back. Mm. Um, Charlotte DeWitt. What else have we got there? David August, Dennis Salter, Marvin and Guy, always a bit of fun. Oliver Scorers, Hunterman. Uh, Monolink, I think Hunterman's doing a sideshow as well at Brown Alley the same weekend. I think so, yeah. Uh, uh, Tim Englehart as well. So at Pitch, are you working on just one stage there like you did with the Coliseum? or Essentially, I'll come on. Yeah. Um, or I'm working on a few. Yeah, it'll be a more broad role than yep. just coming on as just oh, a, okay. specifically to one site. Yep, cool. Being brought on by a, a lovely man from um, Fulcrum Designs, Andy Hawks. Yep. And um, yeah, I'll be able to come on and... Be able to float around side a little bit as opposed to, as we said, day spa to staring at you know a bit <laughs> over 850 pallets for yep. a couple of days. So, yeah, it'd be nice. Uh, now, es- could- esoteric, same weekend. It's also my lovely sister Lauren's birthday on the night. So, Happy birthday. Yep. Uh, so, uh, the internationals at esoteric, we've got including Bizarre Contact, Capital Monkey. This is a lot more side trance, whereas pitch is more uh, techno. Uh, Groove Inspectors, Eclip, The Mechanics, mm. uh, and the locals. We've got Hands Down and Lee Boy. You. Uh, we mentioned Muska, Jai Mills, Doppel, Emus, always a bit of fun. 
uh, Greg Sarah, Johnny Baptist, Cody yeah, Kid, JPA, Lebra. Geez, this is actually just between, the, between the two. You just want to be, <laughs> get on the magic carpet and go between a bit of both. Uh, party shirts, Thompson, Rhinosaurus. He knows how to close a party. I'll tell you what, coming to the Amaze back in the day. Uh, Tal, Tetrameth, I could go on and on, um, but I'll hold myself up there. And uh, just a couple of other quick events to touch on whilst we're going on. Next week, there's the big Andre Winter uh, party, the Senso, Senso Sounds Label Showcase mm. at XE54 on Friday night. And also the opening of Mirror at New Guernica, yes. which uh, Sammy LaMarca and a few of the the boys from uh, Tramp Circus, that sort of crew, are all uh, gathering together there. So... Some big parties coming up. 100%. Um, Luigi Madonna was in town this weekend as well doing an after party. Yeah. Uh, Grouch was doing a live set. Once again, Melbourne is, oh, Victoria, this is the time to be here. Um, Albert, before you go, anyone who does want to help you at any of the festivals, whether it's volunteer role or any other skills they may have to offer, what's the best way they can find you? Um, the best way, to, best way to find me is essentially um, look up either Misfit construction um on facebook or um look up myself shoot me through a message um and just you know be be kind of straight up with it because it's you know as, as we mentioned before um we are kind of searching for people we are searching for crew um able bodies able minds um so yeah any any help would be much appreciated yeah that'd be great very good thanks very much mate appreciate you coming in mate appreciate it enjoy thanks very much for having weekend. me enjoy what's coming up and um Till Duftus Park. <laughs> Thanks very much for having me, mate. Obrigados, vamos. A massive thank you to Mr. Albert Hunt for coming in and giving us his time and sharing some stories about all the hard work that goes on behind the scenes at festivals such as Babylon, Strawberry, and all the other great events that we get to enjoy from the other side of the fence. Some great insight there, and uh, really appreciate you having you on, Albert. Look forward to doing it again soon. Now, without further ado, we teased at the start about our how lucky are we to have this as our feature track of the week. Before we get to it though, two other massive releases coming out that are available on Beatport from close friends of the pod. First of all, Jaws Man Tracks Desert Lung is available featuring, if you, well, basically if you like minimal deep tech, get onto the Jaws Man. This release has uh, the single Desert Lung and also the B-side is Pac-Man. Get around it. It's on Beatport now. Cheaper than a packet of chips. If you're into the Psytrance, before we get to the number one, there is a pre-order you must get on. It's going to be released in the next couple of days. There's currently a preview on the Perspective Facebook. I haven't told Julian I'm pumping this one up yet, so let's uh, see if he listens all the way to the end of this episode because I've managed to sneak this uh, little plug-in for him as he's left the room. But Pitch Black is coming out, which uh, is featuring the tracks Fragments and also Blither with Cyanor. Cyanor is good friends with Julian. Cyanor means to know nothing. But I tell you what, this track gives it heaps. Jump onto B-Port for a preview in the pre-order. As I said, the, pre- the actual preview of the track is also on Facebook with a cool little clip there as well. So check out Perspective and also the Jawsman. Now, Mr. Martin Vice, we are very, very lucky to have this tune. It went number one on Psytrance. You click on Beatport, you click on Psytrance, you look at the right charts. This track is at the top. 
Mr. Vice himself gave us a bit of insight into the tune. Basically, they've been working on a lot more outboard gear, and he said that's been giving them some great inspiration. They obviously never expected to go to number one this fast, uh, so a very pleasant surprise to the boys. They're currently working on an Australian tour, so I hope you'll be back later in the year, perhaps uh, around October, November, leading into our good old Australian summer. We got to see them at Hologram last year. Uh, Paradigm is coming up in a couple of weeks, which is going to feature Morton and a bunch of Martin's good mates, including Perfect Stranger. There's some good locals like Hands Down and Lee Boy, Steve Blees. Like most of Martin's great tracks, this one is going to take you on a beautiful voyage, journey into the brain, all down through to your legs will be popping on the dance floor for this one. It's made with two of his good friends, Silent Sphere and Michael Benal. This, the number one tune, right now on Beatport for Psytrance, released on the great Aboga Records. Thank you, Mr. Vice. No relation. Space travel. Peace, love, and rainbows, baby. Abracados, vemos. <laughs> 